What's for dinner? What's for dinner? Mix and chop and put it in the pot and make it nice with herbs and spices. Oven baking, pepper shaking. Add a drizzle, make it sizzle. What's for dinner? What's for dinner? What's for dinner? Hey. It's me, Flory. Welcome back to What's for Dinner. This week, a couple of Friarish children from Dublin get their mum to share her authentic recipe for galette. Galette is basically a savoury pancake from Brittany, and their superpower is that they're gluten-free and you can fill them with whatever you like. I've made these. They're simple, they're versatile, and they taste amazing. If you want to get your ingredients together before you start listening, you're going to need 250 grams of buckwheat flour, 250 milliliters of milk, 250 milliliters of water, two eggs, and a teaspoon of salt. I'll let Ella and Eve tell you the rest. Hi, I'm Ella and I live in Dublin and this is my sister Eve. Hello. I'm nine and Evie is four. I'm only five. I'm Friarish. My mom's from France and my dad's from Ireland. And today we're going to make galette. Galette is a savoury kind of crepe, which in Ireland is known as a pancake. My favourite filling is probably a lot of cheese with a bit of ham. Now we're going to go into the kitchen and start cooking. Yay! This is my mudair. This is our mudair. <laughs> Marina. Where did you get the recipe for galette, mummy? Well, I actually got it from a proper Breton crêperie crêpier, which is the guy. In that case, it was the guy making the crêpe. And he was from Bretagne. So, absolute real deal. So, what you're saying is you went to a crêperie place and you asked, your, your, your crêpes are really good. Uh, can you give me the recipe? Roughly, that's roughly how it happened, yes. So what are we going to do first, Mudair? We're going to mix the batter. What do you do first in the batter? First, you're going to measure the flour. So, How many grams of flour do we need? You need 250 grams. Okay, 250 grams. Got it. Are you going to need a bit for me? 250 grams. Give it a So next, you do a little well in the middle. You can use a spoon. Okay, yeah. Spoon. And do a little hole in the middle of the heap of flour. Which is called a well. Which you call a well. And then, I'm guessing you put the eggs in or the milk? You can put the teaspoon of salt first. Is that a good well? It's a perfect well. I want to put in the teaspoon of salt. Voila. Two eggs. Into the well? Mm-hmm. Ella does one and Evie does one. Wait, 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 wait. Dang it. 
We're going to measure the milk. How much milk do we need? 250 milliliters. Okay. Okay. So you pour in the measuring jug. And now we top that with 250 milliliters of water. I never knew milk with water could be, would be good. So now we have 500 milliliters of milk mixed with water and you can start mixing the eggs into oh. the flour could I have a go? and the salt. You certainly could have a go in. So as you're mixing the eggs, you see it's getting all dry, so slowly I'm going to start pouring the milk and water on top of it and you can just do little stirs. There you go. Okay, now give it a good swish. There you go, that's that, that. When you is go. it my go? It can be your go now if you want, Evie. Should I pour in the milk? What? Fish. It's hard, isn't it? Because it's all lumpy now. But when you put more liquid, stop, you can... Okay, okay, enough. Now you can... Do little swishes and it will slowly mix the liquid into the flour. What does it look like? Uh, porridge. <laughs> Great job, love. Now, Ella's going to take over. I'm going to show you, Ella. You hold this in the mini, in the middle, and you do like really small, fast, strong stirs like this. Okay. I'll pour more liquid. Great job, love. See, it's coming together. The more liquid you put in, the easier it gets. <laughs> Come in, Kat. Daddy, oh. underliggers! <laughs> <laughs> Daddy, underliggers! Okay, Evie. So... At this point, we've almost got all the liquid in there. What we'll do is we'll swish the edges a little bit to make sure all the bits of flour are mixing into the main mix. Okay. okay. See, I'm giving it like a big swirl. Can I swirl it big? This is my favorite thing to do. Daddy, okay. you're the maker. And now I'm just going to add the rest of the liquid, okay? Do I keep stirring? Yep. Little stirs in the middle. See how there's no lumps? That's the great thing about buckwheat flour. It just doesn't go lumpy. So basically that's done now. Just mixed all your ingredients. But if you keep whisking it a good bit, it gets more air in it, and that means you get lighter galettes. You're all done. I'm gonna give it one more swirl to get all the bits of the edges of the bowl. But basically that's your batter. And now, then you need to put it in the pan. That's exactly how you cook it. <laughs> the thing is, you want to leave the batter sit for a bit. So you want to leave it for at least an hour. But what I usually do is I make it the night before. 
and I just leave it sit overnight in the fridge and then I take it out a little bit before cooking so it's back to room temperature and this way it just has more you know kind of texture right so we're gonna leave this sit for an hour Dang it. I've actually made some last night love so this one will sit but we can start making the pancakes now yay Ella and Eve's mum was super prepared and had made a batch of the batter in advance. But when you're making galette at home, letting the batter have a snooze is the perfect time to get your fillings together. You could grate some cheese, wash some spinach, chop up some leftover meat or veggies, whatever you like. I know that even her dad, aka Daddy Underknickers, got all the fillings ready for Ella and Marina while they set about cooking the galette. How do you cook the galette? In a frying pan. If you have a crepe pan, that's even better, like a pancake, really flat pan. And the main thing really is that it needs to be really hot. Will we do one? Let's do it. Yeah. It's really important that the pan is properly hot when you do your, fir- yes. your pancakes, okay? It must be. It must be hot. So the pan's really hot and I'm going to put some butter on it. Butter! And this is one of those areas where French cooking with Irish Mommy. produce. We might butter. Um, when is it going to be ready? Soon. Soon. Yeah. Yeah, this is one of the foods that is amazing with Irish produce because Irish butter is basically the best in the world. French pancakes, French galettes. It's amazing. So I've put loads of butter on the pan. It's going brown really quickly, so we want just a little bit in the middle and whoosh. And usually the first one is kind of hard to get right because the pan needs to have been a little prepared. So with the bilik, you plonk it in the middle and you swirl it with the little wooden thing and it just goes right over the edges and you can make it thin. In a frying pan, swirling it is a bit harder. You need your pan to be really hot. What's a bilik? A bilik is a kind of contraption. It's a big round cylinder, actually, that gets very hot on top and you can pour your galette dough uh, basher on top of it. And in Brittany, that's how they will make your, your galette. Well, we went to to get crepes at Kaleidoscope and they had a big cylinder thingy. That's exactly what it's like. That is a bilik. So the thing about galettes, obviously you can put whatever you like on them. The really classic Breton one is called a complète, where you put ham, cheese and an egg. But you don't have to put an egg on it. You can put just ham and cheese or you can put mushrooms or chicken or spinach you can put cream i used to work in the crêperie where they cooked everything in irish cream it was quite awesome and um i get some gruyere because that's the cheese that they would use in france but it's really nice with cheddar as well so my pan is nice and hot now which means it's really sticking properly everywhere see 
So you can do the next one, yeah. So I'm waiting for the underside of it to be nice and golden. And then it should be fairly straightforward to flip it when it's cooked under. You flip it. So that's you can start putting stuff on it. And the first thing you'll put if you put cheese in your crepe is cheese. Because this way it gets nice and melty. You can hear it's already starting to bubble because the pan's really hot. In fact, I might turn it a little bit down. So then I just put some little strip of ham over the cheese. And then you fold it. And basically, you fold it whatever you like. I'm going to fold it as a square, okay? And because the pan's really hot, you want to keep an eye on it to not burn it, okay? Now, you can see the cheese is almost completely melted inside. And that's when I'm going to put it on a plate. Now, Ella, yeah. are you ready? Boom, chicka, boom, boom. Butter. Sizzle butter. That's like the song. Add a drizzle, make it sizzle. With the bilik, you can get the edges really thin and it just basically gets all crispy. When it's basically coming off the edges and starts getting dry underneath. And here I flipped it a little bit before it gets fully golden because I'm going to flip it back to put the egg on top. So I gave it just enough to be. Do you want me to crack the egg? You can crack the egg, yeah. What is the one with the egg called? It's a complete. So in Brittany they call it complete, like the complete crepe, the full shebang, the Monty. Tiens, tu mets un œuf au milieu? Quick, quick. Now you want to work fairly quick because it's cooking the whole time, not too high over it. Watch your hand. Perfect, look. Okay, so we try to put the yolk in the middle and you spread the white so that it cooks really quickly while the yolk stays gooey. Because obviously, when you're What's ready to eat... What's egg goo? <laughs> I'm putting a bit of pepper inside because I like it. Like that. And then I'm putting the cheese on top of the egg. Because you like it like that. And it that. starts melting straight away. Because you like it like that. <laughs> and then the ham strips. And obviously you can load it as much or as little as you like. It's really, really nice just with butter as well. <laughs> and you're just folding it over now. So I'm folding it in a square. In a square, so that because I like it like this, you leave the yolk open in the middle, which means when you go to eat it, everything is nicely cooked and the cheese is melty and the crepe, the galette is nice and crispy, but the egg is still gooey. Okay, so while Ella and Marina are plating up and calling Eve to come back for the taste test, I'm just going to explain the square fold Marina was talking about. Take the top of your galette and fold it over to just above the egg yolk. Then take the bottom of your galette and fold it over to just below the egg yolk. Then 
take the sides and fold them over until they're just nearly touching the egg yolk. Then you'll be left with the square, with your egg yolk proudly sitting in the centre. It looks really cool on the plate and it makes them really easy to eat. But you fold them whatever way you like. Okay, time to go back to the kitchen and see what the girls think of this galette. Is there eggs in there? There's no egg in this one, and there's an egg in that one. I don't. I need to test this one. Like this? Go for it, girls. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yummy. It's delicious. C'est delicious. Merci, Mama. C'est très bon, Mama. Hey, merci. De rien, mon amour. Ella and Eve sound delighted with their galette. And now, all I want is a crispy galette with loads of melty cheese. Mmm. Seriously, though, I can't recommend these enough. They're so tasty and the batter even freezes well, so you can save any leftovers for another day. If you make a let, please send me your photos or ideas for fillings. I'm all about the ham and cheese at the moment, but would love to hear what your favourites are. Just email junior at rte.ie. Join me next time for Caribbean saltfish fritters with Santos, Eliza and Louis. What's for Dinner is presented by me, Laurie Flanagan. Our banging original theme tune is by Hugh Fowler. Production is by Jamie Lanagon. Mm-hmm.